See, we got to get back to walking in the light of Jesus. You got to want to just have no other thing in your life but Jesus. Because I'll tell you what, Jesus will make you feel better than any joint will. Jesus will make you feel better than any pill will. Amen? He'll make you feel better than any brand or any, any strength of alcohol. There's nothing like Jesus. Jesus is the truth, the way, and the life. He is the light of men. He is the light that came. You remember in, first, in, in John chapter 1, it says, he, The light shined in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended him not. There's a lot of darkness. There's a lot of shadows that aren't comprehending the light of Jesus. But I'm here today to blow the trumpet and say, You need to get in the light of Jesus. Stop letting the darkness and the shadows of this world get in the way between you and your walk with Jesus. Amen. Because when you do that, you're only limiting what he can do in your life. Now, remember last week, I talked about fighting the invisible enemy. And I'm not talking about Corona. I'm talking about that devil. How he's an a, he's a invisible enemy that roams around looking to see whom he can devour and whom he can mess with. And Christians are on top of this list. And, 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 and blinding the non-believers is top of his list. He's got a mission to try to get as many people away from Christ as he can that's his job that's his mission and a lot of it he does by diluting the truth he will take truths from the bible even in the garden even even when he tempted jesus in the desert he quoted scripture but he didn't give it all the context that it was supposed to be in See, the devil will let you believe some of the Bible and not other parts of the Bible. The devil will believe that he'll have you believe in certain things about your walk with God. I'm here to tell you today, you need to be walking as a follower of Jesus Christ. Not just someone saying the name of Jesus and, and, and calling on his name and, and saying you're a Christian and saying you know Jesus. You need to be a follower, amen? So turn with me to the book of John, chapter 8, verse 12. And when you have it, you can stand. Amen. If you're in your house or in your living room or in your kitchen or dining room, wherever you're watching, go ahead and stand and, and make a proclamation that you reverence the Holy Word of God. Amen. But it's John chapter 8. First of all, el, el libro de Juan, capítulo 8, versículo 17. Uh, doce. Hallelujah. I was going to try to do something. I did something. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a gringo. I, I try Spanish. Amen. I mess it up sometimes, other times I treat it right. Amen? Book of John, chapter 8, verse 12. Hallelujah. And Jesus is speaking. I notice because the words are in red. Amen? Or it's very easy because it's, Then Jesus again spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world, and he who follows me will not walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life. Let's read that again. 
Let's read it together. We'll read it so loud that they hear you in Indonesia this morning. Say, then Jesus again spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life. The word of the Lord. You may be seated. Tia, can you turn me down just a bit in my monitor? Hallelujah. Tia is doing just such an awesome job. I, I can't wait, amen, until we're, we have that large ministry that God's called us to do, and she has a staff of people working with her, amen? But now, here it says, I am the light of the world, and then here comes a phrase that is, is, is very important. He who follows me. See, the word follow means to be in the same way with. So in other words, if you're going to follow Jesus, you need to be in the same way with Jesus. You need to be thinking the way Jesus thinks. You need to be living the way Jesus would live. See, and I believe a lot of times, you know, we, we, we call on Jesus, we, 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 we say we love Jesus, but the question I would ask today is, are you walking in the light or hiding in the shadows? You could even be walking in in shadows you see because you have to follow jesus you have to be in the same way as jesus so if jesus says this is not the way to live then that's not the way to live lying not supposed to lie but a lot of us do that's why i would say that would be part of a shadow you see because one thing about shadows now first i'll give you a couple of illustrations of shadows but the first one let's start with an eclipse how many know what an eclipse is? You can have lunar eclipses and solar eclipses. Now, both of those eclipses, one is lunar is the moon, which is a source of light, which is really just the reflection of the sun off the moon. The moon does not project its own light. Now, the sun projects its own light. Now, whether it's nighttime, let's stick with lunar. If it's nighttime and you get an eclipse, the earth, travels in between the moon and the sun and you can't see the moon sometimes you have a total eclipse which means total darkness sometimes you have a partial eclipse and you can see parts of the moon but it's a partial and not total darkness when you have a full lunar eclipse there's total dark you can't there's darkness the moon has been removed you see in that the devil's plan is to give you a total eclipse as there was a, a song called a total eclipse of the heart. See, that's what the devil's plan is for your life towards Jesus. He wants to give you a total eclipse of your heart towards Jesus. And he starts with this sin. And he starts with this thought process. And the shadow begins. Oh, I'm going to preach here today. Amen. The shadow begins. Now, the things about shadows is it's not darkness. There is still light present. You can still be walking in part of the light, but there could be something else the devil has in your life causing a shadow. So you could be walking in a shadow, but you think, oh, I'm walking in the light because I'm saying I love Jesus and I need Jesus and I'm calling on Jesus, but I'm still walking in this way of life or this thing. A lot of times it could be unbelief. You could be walking in the light of Jesus, but when it comes to believing for something, oh, well, but what if? 
like when we get diagnoses from the doctor. Rather than just walk in the light of he's my healer, we start walking in the light, he's my healer, but then the symptoms tell us, and we walk in the shadow of, oh my God, I still might die. Nope, think like that, you're definitely dying. Definite. You're going to die. Because you've cast doubt, the shadow of doubt, on your situation. Even up to your dying day, you should still be, you know what? I'm going to live, I'm going to live, I'm going to live. See, because you got to, you see, a lot of times, that's why I, you know, when I go to hospice to visit patients, it's almost like you're praying an uphill battle. Because the whole atmosphere from the moment you walk in the door is all about being comfortable until you pass. They're not, they're not there to try to keep you alive. Pastor, how can you say that? They stop feeding you. They stop feeding you at hospice. They stop feeding you, and if you got the money and you got a good one, they just pump you up with morphine, and you just lay there. How can you even, in your, in your, you have to be a seriously strong, believing believer to lay there in a bed with no food, and everybody else around you has no hope. You should have, hopefully, I, if that, I pray to God that I'm never in that situation. But I hope I'm, if that happened to me, that I'd be on that bed going, I'm going to live and I'm going to prove to these people in this hospice that Jesus is my healer. Jesus is going to heal me even if they starve me. Go ahead, hook me up with the morphine and the Holy Ghost going to bring me out of this. Come on, give him praise. Because I choose to walk in the light and not in the shadows. Hallelujah. See, that's what the devil wants to do. He wants to get you to get some air. See, you get born again, you get all, oh, hallelujah, the angels are singing and the trumpets are going, and you got to have a brand new outlook on life, and oh, my God, I'm a Christian. Then after some time, the devil comes in with something to tempt you. Now, don't have to always fall for temptation. See, because if you've got Christ in you, you should have the strength to say, no, no, no. But if the flesh, you're allowing your flesh to be stronger than the Spirit of Christ on the inside. Because remember, you have free will. Holy Spirit's a gentleman. Up to us to make the right choices. To walk means to live, to deport oneself, or to follow. See, you're going to have to follow Jesus. You're going to have to, you know, how many know what it means to be deported? Huh? Deported means asked to leave. Kicked out, given the right foot of fellowship. Boop, see ya. You need to do that to your old ways. You need to deport yourself from walking in darkness to, the, to moving into walking in the light. You need to walk and follow Jesus and not the ways of the world. See, the ways of the world is the way the devil is casting a shadow on the whole gospel. He's casting shadows on the whole gospel of Christ. By getting people to believe worldview, getting people to believe this and to believe that, when all we should believe is what's in this Bible, what's in this world, we need to walk and live and follow Jesus, walk in the light and not in the shadows. Amen? Darkness. No, I'm, I'm just I'm pulling words out of, because he says, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life. See, if you don't want to walk in darkness, if you want to have a bright future, you need to walk. In the light of Jesus. If you want 
Even if you want fame and fortune. Let's say you want fame and fortune in your life. Or you believe in, you're a musician and you want a big record deal. Well, let me tell you. You want to get to the best record deal with the best blessing? Be a follower of Jesus and worship Jesus and play music that glorifies Jesus. And watch your dreams come to pass. If you, if, if you want to be on the, on the screens of silver, the silver screens of Hollywood. Be someone that represents Christ in this world and in there. And watch Christ take you to where your dreams come from. But you got to have him as the center of your focus you got to have him as all you want you got to walk in the light of jesus and not in the darkness of shadows of the lies and the deception that the devil will put on your life see because remember i talked about him last week and i'm probably talking about him for a, a little some time now not too many people talking about sin not too many people talking about that devil but i'm here to tell you he's a deceiver he's a follower he's a father of lies and his job is to deceive you to paint pictures that go against the gospel but what he will do is he will take some truth of the gospel and paint them in to convince you that, well, yeah, 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 it's, it's okay. Oh, you know, Jesus loves the little children, but Jesus hates the, little, the sin the little children are in. You're all his little children. He may love you, but he doesn't love the sins that some of us are in. And then we can look around. Don't anybody look at your neighbor. Oh, yeah. Oh, we all got mirrors. Put mirrors in front of you because we all got sins in our lives that we need to keep working on and have Jesus get them out. And how do we get them out? By walking in the light of his love. By walking in the light of his deliverance. See, because the Bible says who the Son sets free is free indeed. See, but you've got to claim that freedom. You've got to walk in that freedom. I remember back in Ohio, I had a friend that when I was running wild in the streets of New York, he was running with me. And I ran into him after I had gotten the light and said, these ways of the world are not good for me. I'm going to follow Jesus. And I followed him all the way to Bible college. And I remember I was standing up there in Bible college, and I was in a chapel service, and we were worshiping, and I saw this guy on the front row, and I said, man, that looks like that brother so-and-so from back home. But it can't be. Of all, first off, I'm in Ohio, and of all places, he's not going to be in church. So I walked up after service, walked up to that front, and he was standing there, and he turned to me, and the brother started crying. He said, Kevin Benton, is that you? And I said, oh, my God, it's him. And he started crying. I said, why are you crying? He goes, brother, I thought you were dead. I haven't seen you. He said, you just dropped. You were with us one day, and the next day you were gone. And no one's heard anything for you. I said, well, I chose to follow Christ. I said, I had to leave you guys behind. I said, I couldn't follow Christ and hang out with you because you weren't following Christ at that time. And I found my way here. And he says, wow. He goes, well, I found my way to God now too. And for a while, he, 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 he was on his way to some other church in Colorado, but he found his way to the church I was t at Bible College at him and his wife decided to move to where we were. And when we started our first church and when I was evangelizing, he was like my, the best armor. And man, my, I remember one time my tire blew on the vehicle that I was on my way to a service. He pulled up with his, said, take mine. I'll fix your tire. I'll meet you at the service. That was the kind of, he was there, 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 there. But the one thing, he could never get totally in the light because he always had a little shadows of darkness. And I remember his mom his mom was such a believer and such a prayer. And she would come to me crying. And she's like, Pastor, why can't my I saw him get delivered when you prayed. I saw him. He got delivered. And I had to tell her, 
I said, listen, mama, because I called her mama. Because she knew me since I was like this high. And I call her mama. Like I call your mama, mama. And I miss your mama. I sure miss your mama. And I miss you too, mama. But anyway, I told her. I said, deliverance is a walk. You've got to walk in the light and keep your deliverance. Because that devil's going to try to shadow that deliverance. And if you start letting that shadow come, next thing you know comes the darkness. And then you're back in the darkness. You've got to want this. You've got to walk this. You've got to be, I am going to walk in the light. I'm not going to hide in the shadow. You see, in 1 John chapter 1, verse 6, it says, If we say that we have fellowship with him and we walk in darkness, we lie. And do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. See, you could be walking in a shadow today, and Jesus can wash you from that sin with his blood, and you can be walking in the light. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Everybody needs to read that with me. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But you've got to have a desire not to sin. Your desire needs to please God. Because it says if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. See, we're not perfect. We're not going to be made perfect till that day when we get there. But it doesn't mean we can't try. It doesn't mean we can't try our best to walk in the light and not in the shadow. Because the shadows is nothing but deception. Because you feel like, oh, man, I'm doing good. You'd be like, oh, well, you know, I'm not doing this. Yeah, I may be doing a little bit of that, but that's okay shadow that's a shadow and i choose today to be one who tries his best to walk in the full light of god am i perfect absolutely not ask my family they'll be glad to point a lot of fingers at me about how imperfect i am but one thing i do is i love god and my best my only desire is to do my best to please him if i try to please him i i, I can be the best father that i can be if I try to please him, I can be the best husband that I can be. And if I try to please him, I can be the best pastor that I need to be. Notice the pastor was the third thing on the list. I have to be the best I can at home and then be the best I can here. It's not the other way around. And that's a hard, that's a hard tightrope to walk. But you've got to walk in the light of Jesus. Jesus loves us all. But he knows when you're walking in the shadow. He knows. We all notice when you're walking in the light and your heart is pure and your goal is to do nothing but serve him, love him, and praise him and do what's best for you by him and through him, you'll notice that stuff just happens for you. When you go to prayer, the presence of God just happens for you. But start walking with some shadow takes longer 
for you, because, and it's not because of the strength and the power of God. It's because of the clouds that you have over your own spirit and your own life. It takes a lot longer for that spirit of God to get to you. And you may, first off, when you got shadows in your life, you may not even be praying. May not, you may just be living life, doing the best you can, walking the best you can. Well, the best you can is not good enough if you're not walking in the light, truly following Jesus. When you're truly following Jesus, you'll have a better grasp on your attitude. When you're truly following Jesus, you're an addict. Someone walks up to you with a free dose or a bag of whatever you want. You'll be able to say, nah, save. Move with the Holy Ghost. Matter of fact, I'll get high right now. Feel me, Holy Ghost. Woo! <laughs> Don't need that little rock or that shot. Or that pill, or that blunt, or that booze, or that person. See, people can get high on all kinds of things. You, you, you can get people who get, get high on other people. And that's why they always got to be involved with somebody. You need to get high on being involved with Jesus. You need to walk in the light of Jesus. Get off on being in love with Jesus. Let him fill your heart with love. Let him fill your life with light. Don't walk in the shadow. See, let me tell you, how, do, how, can, you, how can you find that? What, how would I know I have a shadow in my life? You may be asking me right now. If you have to make excuses of why it's okay to do it, that's a shadow. If you have to sit there and tell yourself excuses or to other people why it's okay, that's a shadow. Because if the word says opposite, there is no excuses for it. The word says, this is, this is the way it is. Well, that's the way it is. Amen? Now also, I remember one thing mama, mama used to say. She used to say, but, but Pastor, I know my boy's going to be all right. Because his word says that he won't break the battered reed. In other words, there's always a chance. You could be walking Oh, in almost obscure darkness right now, and God has not given up on you. God doesn't say, oh, well, Jesus, they started walking in the shadows. Forget about them. Throw them out and just let's get somebody else saved. No. He says, Jesus, we're not going to give up on them. Holy Ghost, we're not going to give up on them. And when they're ready, when they've decided to come out of the darkness and out of the shadows, we're going to be right here. We're going to shine the light of our love all over their hearts, all over their minds, all over their beings, and they will walk in the light. Come on, give him praise. You see, Colossians 1.27 says, For them... That for to them God would make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the nations, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's how I can sit here and say that if you're truly a follower and a born-again Christian, to sin should be harder than not to sin. Why? Because, well, temptation is going to come. Desires are going to come. But if you realize Christ is in you, Christ, not notice it's not Christ next to you. 
not Christ alongside of you, not Christ in front of you or in back of you. It's Christ in you. So you have the power of the light and of the truth to not do what Romans, remember in Romans he says, the things that I want to do, I don't do, and the things that I don't do, I do do. Well, if you come to the recognition and the realization that Christ is on the inside of you, you have the power to do what you want to do and not do what you know not to do. Come on, give God praise. Because he's in you. Christ in me, the hope of glory. That's why in 1 John he says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That's a warning that the he that's in the world is going to try to come after you. He's going to come after you through other people. He's going to come after you through what you watch on TV, for what you listen to in your ears, what you watch on YouTube, what you share on Facebook. And please don't believe everything you see on Facebook because just as there's fake news, there's fake Facebook too. Amen? You got to research. I love, I, I don't, I love, I read a lot of this stuff. And then I see when somebody posts something and then somebody comes back with the research after what they posted and they say, no, sir, this is actually what happened. That's not true. You got to be careful. The enemy is trying to deceive the masses. He is trying to see because he knows. I don't know how far away he is, but my Jesus is walking towards the stable and he's about to wrap his Galilean leg over that horse and he's about to call the church back home. Amen. So we need to get ready, get ready, get ready. Amen? Pastor, they've been saying that for years. Well, technically, I could say we're closer than ever before because we're one day closer anyway. Amen? But if you look spiritually, he's on his way. And I'll tell you what, the world needs him. Gibsonton needs him. Florida needs him. This country needs him. This world needs him. Amen. And then another one, and I got to close. I'm not sure what. Oh, it's only 12 o'clock. We got to one or two, right? Praise God. We got plenty of time. But Luke 6.46 says, And why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not what I say? How are you going to call him Lord? And his word tells you not to steal, not to lie, not to get drunk. But you still go ahead and do it. Drunkenness is different than having a glass of wine with your dinner. Even though that may not be appropriate in some walks. We don't, you know, it, it, I believe any kind of thing that alters you, takes your, it alters your spiritual attention for that time as well. So I'm not advising anybody in here to go have a glass of wine with dinner. But drunkenness, being drunk... That would include being drunk by heroin, being drunk by cocaine, being drunk by weed. Amen? There's a lot of people smoking weed these days. I mean, I remember when I walked, we lived in New York City. I, I couldn't walk down the street without smelling weed. Again, you move to a tropical location like Florida, pray you smell weed growing. <laughs> Amen? You walk in, you walk in, you smell the weed growing. And it's common. I remember when I was living, when I was working on a property in New York, the police would come in and they were always wanting to, to raid my property and do all kinds of things because there was a lot of stuff going on my property. And, uh, but I remember talking to one of the officers and he's like, yeah, man, we only mess with weed in, uh, if it's large quantities. He goes, they're like, oh, it's almost legal. We're not messing with that. We want the powders. We want, the, we want that stuff. That's how common ground 
smoking weed has gotten. A lot of our children are smoking weed. In middle school. Some in elementary school. Because it's part of their household. See, we got to get back to walking in the light of Jesus. You got to want to just have no other thing in your life but Jesus. Because I'll tell you what. Jesus will make you feel better than any joint will. Jesus will make you feel better than any pill will. Amen? He'll make you feel better than any brand or any, any strength of alcohol. There's nothing like Jesus. Jesus is the truth, the way, and the life. He is the light of men. He is the light that came. You remember in, first, in, in John chapter 1, it says, he, The light shined in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended him not. There's a lot of darkness. There's a lot of shadows that aren't comprehending the light of Jesus. But I'm here today to blow the trumpet and say, You need to get in the light of Jesus. Stop letting the darkness and the shadows of this world get in the way between you and your walk with Jesus. Amen. Because when you do that, you're only limiting what he can do in your life. Because when you allow shadows in your life, you're pretty much saying, you know what, Jesus, I prefer this shadow more than I prefer you. Because I'm allowing it. Principles like tithing, same thing. If you're not tithing, you're telling the Lord that you trust your job and your finances and your bills more than you trust what his word says. His word says to tithe. His word says to be a giver. And by the measure that you give, it's the measure that you will receive. So if you're giving a dollar on a hundred dollars, don't be surprised if you only get a dollar back. You give by the measure that you're giving. I've told you before, we've had people in this church that have gotten large amounts of money and they're on a small fixed income. But when that large amount of money came in, they gave their 10%. And then another large amount of money came in right after that because they trusted God with what God said. And I remember the first time it happened for that person. They were, that's back when we were doing pantry on Friday night. They could not wait till I got there. And they had their wad of tithe in their hands. And they could not wait to tell pastor what happened. And then they said, pastor, I want to get it out of my hand so that it goes in the offering and not into my bills. Praise God. See, that's walking in the light. Here's where the shadow of that comes in. Well... No, I got a tithe, but I got to do this. got to pay this. Oh, well, you know, I've really wanted this new TV for a while, so I'll buy the TV. And I'll watch Christian TV on this new TV. That's a shadow. I'm telling it how it is. That's why y'all laughing. You heard Minister Lopez talk about idols. We got a lot of idols. You'll say, I'm going to go buy the biggest theater surround system in my house, but I'm going to watch Trinity Broadcasting on it. So that's how you co-sign it. Oh, I'm going to put a great stereo in my car. I'm going to spend thousands of dollars so I can listen to Spirit FM. And then after that, you bang in Jay-Z and Beyonce. Pom, 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 pom. Pom, pom, pom. Except for that song, New York, because that's about New York, but, you know. So you got to walk into the light. Psalm 119, 105 says, Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. If you're having questions in life, find your answers in the word. Find your answers in the word. Don't find them from people that have... 
If you're getting counsel from somebody, you better be getting counsel from somebody who's in the Word. Don't get counsel from somebody who's got a theology and imaginations and their own decisions and, and what they think. Get someone who has a degree or knows the Word of God. Find Scripture to help you. Say you something today, right now, and I'm closing because we got to. I got tons more. I could preach more about this. Maybe I'll pick it up on Wednesday. But listen, if right now an area of your life is beating off in your mind, and you know maybe that's a shadow, you know how easy? See, technology is a blessing and it's a curse. But if you've got a phone, let's say you have a problem with some kind of sin or something in your life and you want to be free from it. You can say, hey, Google, or for you L, uh, elite iPhone owners, you can say, hey, Siri or Alexa, whoever you're using, find me scriptures on this. And you'll have pages of scriptures with different versions. And then you can go through them and you can say, okay, Lord, which one of these is going to help me? Holy Spirit, please, I'm, I don't want to live like this anymore. I'm tired of this one shadow in my life, and I want this shadow removed. Holy Spirit, lead me to a word. Lead me to a scripture so I can be totally 100% free and walking in the light of Jesus. Let's walk in the light and not in the shadow. Let's walk totally in the light. Let's let nothing create an eclipse of his glory on our lives. You see, because his glory wants to shine on your life. His glory wants to be a part of your life. But our shadows are not letting it in. Just like on a beautiful day in Florida, all of a sudden, usually around 3 o'clock in Tampa Bay, the darkness rolls in. And what turned from a beautiful day now turns into a tormental, stormy day. And the clouds cast shadows on everything and the beautiful light is almost totally gone. Then the storms come. But the good news is after that storm comes through, the light of the sun comes shining back. The same thing with the glory of God. You may have a shadow on your life right now causing a shadow and the light is dissipating. But I'm telling you what, if you trust in Jesus, if you call on the name of Jesus, he'll remove the clouds and the light of his glory will shine again. Come on, give God some Praise up in here. Hallelujah. World Harvest Worship Center. Reaching our world. One life. One city. One nation. At a time.